0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Heridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a, a bit of a slow day, kind of the summer doldrums that we've entered here. Uh, but you know, if you know where to look, you can always find some action in this market. Uh, but we are wrapping up today, the month of June, Q2. And we have a lot of exciting stuff on the way right now. For example, we're about to enter the most bullish day of the year, followed by the most bullish two weeks of the year, going back to 1985, as we'll see at the beginning of a new month, a new quarter, which means that there will be inflows coming into the market from retirement plans, pension plans. It kicks off a new round of share buybacks. And then, of course, the real anticipation here is for Q2 earnings, which really kick into high gear around mid-July. So we still have a little bit of time there. And we've seen this story once already this year where earnings have just demolished analyst estimates. Uh, Even going into Q2 now, even after the incredible Q1 earnings we just saw, analysts have their S and P 500 earnings for the year at roughly $191 by year end. Well, if you've been tuning in with us here, you know that our estimate is much higher than that. More in line with our friends at Evacor who've just done amazing work, absolutely nailed so much of the economic moves for the last year. Now they did a great job on Q1 earnings growth. Uh, And have much higher estimates than the average of analysts right now. So we agree with them. And we're looking for at least a 205 uh, share for earnings by years in here. Uh, I knew I had something I wanted to say here. Oh, yeah. So along with, with Q2 earnings coming in, though, there's a lot of fear. Might be a little too extreme of a word for this. But after Q1 earnings this year, everybody, you know, thought they were going to be pretty good, at least. We saw a little bit of a buy the rumor, sell the news event because there was so much anticipation, so much buying leading up to that event that when it finally did come in, it turned into a sell the news type of event. And, you know, we might see something like that here in Q2. But like I said, we have until roughly mid-July before the first, you know, real heavy rounds of earnings start coming in and in a lot of those cases it won't be a buy the rumor sell the news event until either that company earnings is coming in or that sectors a big bulk of that of a sector's earnings are coming in so you know we usually start off with bank stocks so maybe we'll see it there first and then look to see if that trend continues afterwards so banks have already gotten beat up a little bit they did all right today uh So maybe they rally on Q2 and then that's, that's the pace for once tech earnings start coming in, they continue to rally. Or if we see the buy the rumor, sell the news event from financials, maybe we can expect that from tech, the other sectors uh, as well. So something to be watching for here as we enter Q2, but it's certainly going to be exciting. And there has been some speculation that Q2 earnings will mark peak earnings, which, As you probably heard, peak earnings marks the peak in the market as well. We are not in that camp, folks. Q2 earnings, we don't see that as peak earnings at all. Even though we did have a better Q3 and Q4 last year, we're still going to have a better one this year with the full-on reopening. You know, forget about the Delta variant. (laughs) Uh, I think it's going to be we think is going to be a stellar Q3 and Q4 this year as well. So we think we've got a long ways to go before we get to peak earnings here. But certainly, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, with thanks to Stock Traders Almanac on this research, tomorrow is the most bullish day of the year. For the last 32 years, the S&P advances on July 1st, 87 and a half, percent of the time. So we'd love to see that trend continue tomorrow, kick off the new month in style, kick off the new quarter uh, in style, and then we'll get into the exciting stuff, the economic reports that are coming in, the jobs reports that are coming in. We're already seeing a few today. We got the ADP payroll numbers. Uh, which came about in line with expectations a little bit better, though. So it was a beat on the day. Then tomorrow, we have initial jobless claims. And Friday, we'll get a fresh look at non-farm payrolls as well. So, again, a lot of data to look forward to here. And just a little speculation ahead of it, we think we'll continue to get the Goldilocks numbers that we've gotten so far. So not too hot to worry the market that the Fed is gonna begin tapering before the end of the year, which if you've been tuning in with us here, you know that's not gonna happen anytime soon. I'll get to more on that here in a second, but also not too hot to worry about the Fed raising rates. But on the other side, not too cold that the market will become fearful about a slowing pace of the economy. So we're looking for for some Goldilocks numbers here. And even if we got a really good number where you could start to see the Fed talking about tapering more, it's just not going to happen, folks. Uh, we are in the camp of QE infinity. That's what we're calling it here. Uh, really, the Fed has dug themselves into such a hole that it, it really is almost impossible uh, for rates to go higher, for them to stop Uh, buying mortgage-backed securities, bonds, all of those things, which they're still doing at a pace of $120 billion per month. Uh, We just don't see that stopping anytime soon here. But all right, so let's take a look at our market action on the day. We finished with three out of our four major indexes positive on the day. Uh, And like I said earlier, it was a bit of a slow day. But we got a solid smart money hour here. Took us to finishing at the highs of the day for both the Dow and the S&P 500. The Dow did lead the way up six tenths of 1% to 34,502. We were followed there by the S&P 500. You know, only up 0.13% on the day. But that is another all-time high here from the S&P. As we say here often, all-time highs are not a bearish occurrence. Uh, So finishing at 4,297. And then next up here was the Russell 2000, up 0.07% on the day-to-day to 2,310. And lastly, the NASDAQ, which has been our leader lately, so no real concerns here, just hit all-time highs, back-to-back days to start off the week on Monday and Tuesday, uh, but did finish down just slightly on the day, tried before the close to get to positive territory, before finishing down 0.17% to 14,000. 503. But on a, on a brighter note from the tech sector, the semis hit another all time high today. What they weren't up a ton, but this now marks three days in a row of all time highs for the semis. So we think the breakout is here the semis were up one of of 1% as well. So we'd like to see that action. Uh, looking at our internals on the day, Not stellar numbers here, but after yesterday that we saw improvement here again from the internals, uh, which is interesting given that the market was a little more flat than it was yesterday, but we'll certainly take it here. Advances beating out declining stocks on the NYSE. They did come back negative with declining, beating out and advancing on the NASDAQ. But the good news here is that that was our only negative reading from the internals on the day today. Next up was new 52 week highs, to lows just continuing to come in strong with just about 300 stocks hitting 52 week highs to just 44 hitting 52 week lows. That's what we wanna see. And lastly, volume coming in positive for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ today. Uh, looking at our sectors on the day today, we had value names leading the way. We've had tech leading, uh, so to see them. Lagging a little bit today, again, similar to the NASDAQ. No real concerns for us here. We've seen the tech sector hitting all time highs uh, and just barely finishing down today. Uh, But our leaders on the day were energy, industrials, consumer staples, and financials. So no uh, real all time highs like we've seen the last few days. But again, Our leaders are taking a little bit of a break here. Uh, Our laggards on the day were real estate, communication services, utilities, and then really tech and healthcare were just flat on the day, Uh, both of those hitting all-time highs yesterday. And finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch Gold, now higher on the day, up 0.43% to 1,771 an ounce Silver, up a nice 1.5% now. Big day for silver to $26.25 an ounce. Copper, up as well, half a percent to $4.28 a pound. And lastly, for our commodities, oil, higher on the day as well, 0.73% to $73.51 a barrel. Lastly, for today here, uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, now down today just under 4% to $34,981 of Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.